Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. Pacific. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. This is your host, Natasha Legero. I'm with my husband, Moshe Kasher. I'm ready to have a secret dump. We're still in the woods. We're in the woods. We went on a hike today. We saw 30-foot waves. Our child romped through piles of cow manure. I mean, what what's not to love? You know what's cool about where we are? We're in a town of less than 500 people right now. It's just everything feels so much chiller and less stressful. I don't have to worry about rioting bands of QAnon freaks. I don't have to worry about like COVID. I don't have to worry about people being freaked out by contemporary times. I'm just feeling chill. I was not made for communal living. Oh, yeah? Tell me more. I think I'm like, I, I really just always had a vision of myself living in like a house that mom, like how mo- what Mommy Dearest lived in. What's that like? <laughs> like, a, like a pink castle. Like oh, You're not feeling the cabin? No, I am. But I just feel like I like like my own comfort comforts. Right. Commun- communal living is kind of challenging. Right. With like not having your own space and your own vibe and your own, yeah. I left it like this, and there's kids, and you know what I it mean. Is this balance? The smells aren't what you put there. What put? What smells did you put? I'm just saying, like you know, you get like a vibe going in your house. You do some Palo Santo, and then it's right. like in the winter it's harder too because we're all kind of sequestered indoors because it's kind of cold we're not only indoors but it's it's not like you can just luxuriate in the sunshine oh this is what i wanted to tell you there are are, are, the people we're staying with they think there's something wrong with me and moshe because we don't shit in front of each other and they think it (laughs) they said they thought it was something sexual and then 
They said that they want their dream is to get toilets facing each other so they can look at each other while they're shitting. Now Jeremy's not and they're saying like such a dream man now, is he? <laughs> they're saying that's that's the norm. That's oh yeah, that's we not are, the norm, right? Well, not the eye contact. Obviously, that's not the norm. The fact that Natasha and I like would never, and I mean, and I mean never, like take a shit while the other was in the bathroom i mean it's psychotic what it's not psychotic moshe why, why would you want another human being like in the i room facetimed like, you recently and you were peeing peeing is different i know but it's all and stages FaceTime is different <laughs> there's no smells there's no plops but why would you ever want that from the person that you have sex with or you're like oh i'm gonna take i'm gonna regurgitate my bowels Ooh, will you come in? Will you come in? I want to talk to you about something while I while I, while I evacuate my rectum. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Well, I'm glad that we're we found each other. She wasn't saying it was sexual. She was saying she thought this is literally true. She said that she thought porn was the reason we didn't want to shit around each other or me, I guess, or something because like I had an idealized version of what feminine beauty was <laughs> and that and that seeing my lover in in a state of bowel movement would somehow like ruin that that pornography almost like a victorian flower like (laughs) feeling or something i don't don't want to taint it i don't want to see my victorian flower turn brown ah i see i think that's what she was saying well i would love people to let me know if you're in a couple and you shit in front of each other because i don't know and i know one person who does that and maybe but or don't is it normal is it not normal is it something you're into and how about this eye contact toilet does a double throne sound good to you? Make, <laughs> making deep eye contact with your compatriots? I just don't get it. It's crazy. It's, write us an email. Our email, of course, is endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail.com. And you can also always call us if you would like to be on the podcast. That number is... 213-222-8608. You can leave us a message... You can be on our secret dump. You can be a guest on our podcast. And you can also let us know about this double defecation situation. Tosh, I'm, I can't wait anymore. I got to hear some secrets. Let's do it. Hey, guys. Uh, this is Terry. Um, I have a secret. Um, so when I was about 12 or 13, I went on a camping trip uh, with some family, some uh, it was like horseback riding camping trip, um, with my sister, cousin, aunt and uncle, some of their friends, um, out in the great wilderness in Wyoming. Um, and so I was like 13, I was super horned up, um, and we'd be riding long stretches. I was wearing jeans that would ride up. Um, now Johnson, real good, and um, and all that like riding around Jocelyn, uh, just like kind of got me going. And um, when we were riding on long stretches, and there was another horse in front of me, um, I would get very aroused. Um, I don't really know why. Uh, maybe like looking up the horse pussy in front of me. <laughs> Or the horse wiener, um, but it just happened for like five days straight. I was just freaking rock hard, 
And I've never told anyone that before, that, um, I don't know, I got aroused by some animal parts. Uh, so thanks, guys. Uh, big fan of the podcast. Talk to you later. Is that what happens with a man just for two weeks? He's rock hard. When you're young, You yeah. just can't stop thinking of something? Yeah, that can definitely happen. Aww. You can be just horny for... I mean, the amount of horny you are when you're pu- in your pubescent years is dangerous. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, when you are when you get a little older and your libido settles down a little bit, I don't know about anybody else, but I was, like, a little relieved. I was like, cool, no one got hurt. We made it. <laughs> well, that was a trip. That was a cool secret. That, you know what they call that, right? What? Cowboy coming. Ew. But do you ever read Equus? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like half man, half horse. No, he was like a boy that was like turned on by horses, I think. Oh, he was turned on by them? Something like that. This person needs to read Equus. It's a play from, I think, the 70s. And it's all about the eroticism of the horse. So I think you might not be alone in your secret. There might be great erotic power right, in but, the pussy of a horse. But it was also you were being turned. You might just be aesthetic. You were being turned on by line, by like the line of something, you no, know? No, no, no. Yeah, he no. said the line of the pussy lips before and in you front of him. the most important part. You're like, mm, lines you like, eh? What? Like the line of the pussy lip. You're like, lines? Oh. <laughs> You're in the lines? <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe he's an artist or something. Maybe he has like, maybe it. he doesn't have to like taint himself as a, a bestiality. Bestiality, yeah. Like he could just, you know, have been into what it was. I, and I think it's all very normal, you know? When you're young, you're so horny, fuck anything. I mean, I had the, I've, we all had the experience of being online, you know, and you're like jerking off to porn and then something pops up and you're like, oh, I'm not into that at all. And then you look at it for a couple of seconds. You're like, eh, meh, maybe I'm into it enough <laughs> to keep going. Um, shall we? Keep I have going? never been there. Well, I think it is a man thing. I mean, I don't know if it's a man. Yeah, I think it is a man thing. I don't think someone could taunt taunt me beyond my search words. <laughs> Let's play another secret. Okay. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. Um, I have a secret. I've been watching a lot of TV during the pandemic, and as a millennial, I recently watched the Animaniacs reboot, which awakened within me a dormant crush I have on one of the characters, Yakko Warner. So, yeah, I have the hots for a cartoon character on a rebooted 90s children's television show. Okay, love the podcast. Bye. I mean, this Wait, person, no, that's fucked up. I was almost with her until Moshe told me what it looked like. This person is a sick freak. Why don't you get a fucking life, you weirdo, and do something normal, like look at a horse pussy for four hours, <laughs> something that regular red-blooded Americans use for sexuality. I'll just show this. to the. This is Yako Warner right here. That's what's turning her on? I guess so. I mean, I don't know. There's something kind of like stylish i guess about the pants riding up in the name yako is kind of like erotic i'm about to i'm about to give you that old yako i don't know i think that if you are masturbating to a cartoon what about what about anime porn oh you know what do whatever the fuck you want who cares yeah now you're talking natasha <laughs> Ooh, you know because we could combine these two secrets and yako warner if you don't hurt anybody else as long as you're not hurting anybody else go for it yeah yako warner with a horse body and a big line filled vagina 
Now that, that's a secret fetish. Are there people that campaign for raped animals? What? <laughs> no, I mean like when what people- What are you, what? <laughs> that's the, the <laughs> wildest question you've ever asked me in our entire relationship. No. Are there I people mean, who campaign for rape? No, animals? I mean like for if if bestiality happens for the rights of the animals who've been raped. Oh, you, are, are there animal rights activists that say don't fuck the animals? Yes. Yes, I think they would probably all say don't fuck the animals. I do think so though, <laughs> Natasha. I think that there are people out there that are like concerned with bestiality and they like go after bestiality porn people or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't want to hurt anyone. So do whatever you want, but not if it hurts someone or hurts an animal. I would like to have been in your brain when you constructed the way <laughs> that you asked that question. Are there people who campaign for raped animals? Sorry, it's late. <laughs> I do kind of feel like I'm losing my mind. I can relate to that. Um, shall we play another secret? Yeah, I want to hear another one. Hey, Natasha and Moshe. My secret is that for the better part of this past year, I was sleeping with a married guy, and um, I finally cut off contact, kind of came to my senses, knew I was making horrible decisions, ended things, but my, my secret is that I found his wife's email address, and uh, I just emailed her, telling her everything. Um, he has no idea, obviously, that I found his wife's email address, so that's my secret. I might be about to ruin someone's life. Maybe not. Hopefully it'll help them. But, um, yeah, big fans, and thank you all for what you do. Have a good one. What do you think? Was it out of spite? I, I wish. There's so many follow-up questions. I would like to know more information. Why did you choose to do that? What thing That's... was motivating you? Was it, yeah, why? I mean, that is a wild moral 360. Well, because she's in her head, she's like, well, if he, he's, she should know who he is. But I'm just saying it's a wild moral 360 to go from one week you're doing, you're fucking the person, mm. and the next week to be like, how could he fuck me? I, she needs to know. Right. But then, who, <laughs> I mean, who knows? I mean, Infidelia has all these weird uh, ethical others. Like, were they wearing protection? If they weren't wearing protection, then he's putting her at risk. By the way, it's a fucking pandemic. I mean, what a terrible time to cheat on your partner during a during a pandemic. Man, that's a wild one. I just don't know what the... are you. Is that the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do? My instinct tells me... It's the wrong. Yeah. You're not it's not your right to blow somebody else's life up like that. But I don't know. I honestly don't know the answer. Well, she wants him to suffer and her to suffer like she's suffering probably. But she broke it off with him, she said. I got so many more questions. Can you call in? Can we talk to you? You don't have to be on camera. You could put like a one of those silhouettes like from 60 minutes in the 90s. And we could give you a give you a voice coder like this. And I just gotta know. What do you guys think, listeners? Is that the right thing to do? The wrong thing to do? Or is it your right to do as the person that was the infidelator? Woo! That's a that's why I just don't cheat. It just seems so much simpler. 
Yeah, I I would have to be so I I don't know if I could do that. I just feel like I mean, I think if the person was unsafe or you know, there was a reason that they needed to something they needed to know. It's just funny to be like I need to help that woman know the truth about her husband. Like you're the ally? I mean, you were the one fucking her husband like last right, week. Yeah. I don't know the answer. This one I'm stumped and I I like to be stumped. What do you guys think? Tell us. Uh, let's get a fun secret and wipe wipe yeah, that, that was memory too clean. heavy. Hi Natasha and Moshe. So, this is a secret. Um when I was a senior in high school, there was this guy in my my eight person AP German class who I found extremely annoying and who was like the definition of a guy who had a lot of like a lot of unfounded and undeserved confidence and he and I had both been accepted to a few of the same engineering schools and I was so annoyed by him and didn't want him following me to the university that I wanted to go to that I bribed his best friend who was also in the AP German class I bribed the friend forty dollars to convince the annoying guy to go to an entirely different university on the grounds that my school was too male dominant and not a party school and he would probably have a hard time getting girls since engineering heavy schools typically like have a lot more men than women anyways it it probably didn't matter at all in like the long run of my life but i have never regretted that forty dollars and i got a fresh start at my school without him i had a great four years um and yeah i just haven't really told anybody that and uh kind of feels good to get it off the chest so thank you bye I fucking love this. Yeah, I like it. This is, you know what this is? What? This is an engineer. She saw a problem, didn't see an immediate solution, engineered a way to create the best possible outcome for herself. $40 well spent. I, you know that feeling when you're in class with someone who drives you fucking crazy from when you're in school? Every time they're raising their hand. Oh, God, they're, yeah. They're, not, they're like, I have a question, but it's not really a question. It's really just a way for me to tell you different things that I've read and brag about those things. And that will ruin your whole class experience yeah and this person this brilliant fucking woman spent forty dollars to never have to hear that annoying fuck again i love it i love it too you know what i love more what most you i love you too 